All right, welcome to Gray Matters Short Takes with Derek and Jamie. Today's question is about spiritual gifts. We know the Holy Spirit gives every believer some kind of unique spiritual gift. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 says, To each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Jamie, you've preached several messages on each spiritual gift. How does a person know what his spiritual gift is, or uh, how does he find it? That, that's uh, <laughs> the reason I'm pausing is because there's so much. Uh, you know, your statement uh, is very plain: is that each one, and talking about believers, is is given the manifestation, in other words, the outward. Um, usage of a spiritual gift. Uh, but I think we need to talk for a moment at least about what spiritual gifts are. Sure. Um, you know, to make it really easy, John MacArthur Jr. used the phrase body two. Uh, the body one is uh, Jesus himself, who's the physical body of God, mm-hmm. uh, God in the flesh. And Everything that Jesus had in manifestation in ministry uh, are the spiritual gifts um, so that Jesus was able to do the things that he did in ministry and revealing the Father to everybody. Uh, and so when he preached, it was the, his spirit, the Holy Spirit, that gave him power uh, and knowledge and understanding. When he healed the gift of healing, it was the Holy Spirit working through him to do that, etc., uh, etc. Et so when we talk about the early church and the church today, uh, believers, that Holy Spirit was given to them at Pentecost in a full measure and to the church, both individually, because the fire, tongues of fire, came in late on each one of them, but also as a as a corporate body, and the promise was when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they would be witnesses of Christ. In other words, they would go out and they would do continue the mission ministry that he had and has, and uh, that we would also need those spiritual gifts to be able to do it. And so John MacArthur Jr. years ago used the phrase body two. Uh, Jesus is body one, the church is body two. And I think that's a great illustration. Uh, we often talk about being the hands and feet of Jesus. And even though it's almost overdone, I think that phrase, and so I tend to stay away from it a little bit. It is, it is I'm, I'm not Jesus. You're not Jesus. Together we're not Jesus. But we are given the manifestations, the, the spiritual gifts to be able to continue that ministry and mission. And so, therefore, Paul's writing in 1 Corinthians 12 saying, every one of you believers who's part of the body of Christ, body two, mm-hmm. you have a purpose, uh, just like my hand has certain functions, my feet have different functions, my eyes, ears, etc., is that each one of you have a different function that comes from Christ through the Holy Spirit, which is his spirit, so that we can continue the mission and ministry of Jesus. Uh, and so we have each one of us, either one of those or more of those, uh, depending. And if you look throughout the New Testament, you come up with 
anywhere to 12 to 14 to 16 to 18 mm -hmm. of those, depending on which you want to include. There's some people, for instance, who include uh, being single as a spiritual gift. And there are some who say being married is a spiritual gift. And so you can make arguments for all of those. And I am careful not to say, here's our box of gifts and, and these are it. Whatever it is, uh, we're, we learn it's for the common good. It's not for our, yay, look at me. Uh, it is for building up the body of Christ and being used to continue that mission and ministry. So how do we know which... Um, gift that we have, or gifts that we have. Uh, I think there's a couple of ways, but again, I would preface to say uh, we don't get to pick and choose right. individually. Uh, Derek doesn't get to become a believer and go, cool, now that I'm a Christian, I want this gift and this gift. Um, I, I would love to do that. I, I would, I'd have the gift of healing, absolutely. Um, you know, I'd have the gift of... Uh, uh, probably um, miracles. Uh, I'd like to have a gift of faith. I'd love to have a lot of the gifts. As a matter of fact, I just, want them all. Just give me all. Yeah. I just want them all. Uh, bundle them together and give them to me. Uh, but the scripture is clear. In verse 7, like you said, each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Um, in other words, the purpose is to build up the body and, and to minister to others, not to serve ourselves. Uh, also, in verse 14 of chapter 12, it says, All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the one who gives that power. We don't develop it or or come by it ourselves. We don't earn it. Uh, we don't buy it um, like a magician did in the book of Acts. Uh, and it says, Who apportions, the Spirit, who apportions to each one individually as he wills. In other words, it's God himself, the Holy Spirit, who determines which gift each believer has. And so how do we discover uh, which gifts we have? Throughout ages, uh, at least in my lifetime, the way you do that is you take a spiritual gifts test. You ever taken one of those? Uh, yes, I have. And uh, wasn't that fun? It was great. And what kind of questions did they ask you? Have you ever... Did this? Have you ever done that? Yeah, exactly. In other words, have, have you ever set up for the potluck? Uh, yes. Have you ever prayed that someone would get well? Yes. Have you ever uh, taught a Sunday school class? Yes. And you know what? Depending upon how active you are in the church and what size the church is, it will determine what your spiritual gifts are. <laughs> because if you're the pastor in a small church, you have every spiritual gift. You'll be setting up for that potluck, hating every minute of it, mm -hmm. and you have the gift of, of, of helps. Uh, you'll be praying for someone who's sick, and you have the gift of healing. I, I mean, and so, uh, you know, I can't see the Apostle Paul after 1 Corinthians 12. Uh, 1 Corinthians 13 does not start with, if I speak in the tongues of men of angels, but instead it says, have you ever mowed the lawn at the church? Have you ever helped a neighbor and then have a testing thing at the end? Yeah. <clears throat> he didn't send out a spiritual gifts test mm -hmm. to Corinth or to Ephesus or to Galatia. Yeah, I think the spiritual gift test that I did was 
did you do this and was it effective? Yeah. <laughs> or did you enjoy it or yeah. that kind of thing? Did you, yeah. And so I, I stay away from those. Yeah. And, and I know that people look at me and go, well, these are tried and true forever. Well, I just don't see it as a biblical thing. I don't see mm-hmm. that as the way you determine. I know that it's not based upon what I chose to do or what I got stuck doing that it was apportioned, it was given according to the Holy Spirit. So when you put the package together, it, it gives you a couple of indications of what your spiritual gifts are. Your spiritual gifts, number one, have to fit the ministry that God called you to. Okay? Uh, so if you are called to pastor a church and you sense God's call on your life is to pastor, then there are some gifts that you need definitely to have to be able to continue that ministry of Christ. You need the gift of preaching and teaching, uh, primarily. You need those gifts. Uh, Without those gifts, you are an ineffective pastor. And so that gives us a good indication If God called you to work with inner city uh, missions, for instance, God probably gave you the gift of helps and probably gave you the gift of mercy and those kind of things. If you work uh, serving people in the medical field, you probably might have a gift of healing. You might have a gift of, of faith. In other words, your gift is going to fit the ministry that God called you to. Second thing, your gift is going to be something that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. God doesn't take you and force you into a round uh, circle if you're a square peg. In other words, your gift is something that you go, you know what, I love this. Uh, The Holy Spirit is really good at knowing what gifts to give. You know, just like your best friend would give you a gift on your birthday that you go, man, we've been talking about this for years. You knew I wanted one. This is incredible. The Holy Spirit gives us gifts because we're going to be passionate about it. It doesn't give give us something we we don't want and aren't going to use and go, you know, I don't want that. I don't want to do that. And so that's an exciting part about it is that not only does the Holy Spirit direct which ministry we're going to do, but he gives us gifts to be able to be effective in those ministries. And he gives us gifts according to the passions that we do so that we're not working uphill. And so I always, when I talk with people about what their spiritual gift is, I always sit down and say, what has God called you to? What do you see as your ministry, how meeting needs? How, what area do you see that? What gifts do you believe that God would say, you need this gift? to be able to do this effectively, and are you passionate about it? Finally, I think it's important in the church, because I'm keeping this short because these are snippets. (laughs) Uh, I think it's important to have people in the church who have the gift of discernment because they can help a person in the church know whether or not it's their spiritual gift or just something they want to do. Um, I think... I'm going to be careful in saying this, but I think there are a lot of churches that have pastors who who are called to pastor. 
I think there's a lot of teachers teaching in churches that aren't gifted with teaching. Uh, I think there are a lot of people in different roles just because we're filling slots. And we're going to have somebody teach that class. Who are we going to get? Well, I'll do it. And I think we need to avoid that. If in your church you have one person with a gift of teaching, they should be the only one teaching. And I think that the Holy Spirit will provide for each body of believers, each church, that person or persons. And he'll either give those gifts to someone or bring in new people with those gifts. Absolutely. You're drawn to the church that needs you. Yeah. And that's that's why I wish people would select churches, not based upon, oh, this is what I like, but this church really needs me and the gifts that the Holy Spirit has given me. Yeah. Wouldn't that be exciting? That'd be great. Yeah. So that's my thoughts. All right. Thanks, Jamie. And thank you for listening to Gray Matters Short Takes with Derek and Jamie. For more in-depth discussions, listen to all the episodes on this podcast.